very special guest, Jay Montana. And what happened? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because I don't have my microphone. Wow. Wow, well, might need that, right? Okay. <laughs> okay, so if y'all could bear with me one second, we did get pushed back just a little bit. But uh, we are here. And welcome to Duality. I'm your host, Akasha. And I'm here with our special guest, Jay Montana. Thank you so much for being here. Good morning. Am I good on the mic? Good. Am oh. I? I actually can't see you now, Kenny. So, Ooh, oh. I almost just fell off this whole table. <laughs> We're starting off oh really God. good. We're starting off really yes. energized, exactly. mildly spastic. <laughs> I really almost went down. down. Did you see, see that? I yes. was like at a. Oh, I don't even know angle. I can't even think. Oh my goodness! So hilarious. Good morning and welcome. Uh, I'm spastic. I'm a human being. I do my best. So <laughs> today's episode is on the new year and just talking about New Year's in general. So that being, you know, the year that we are leaving, the new year we're going into and yes. like just the energy of what New Year's kind of is at times where it's like it could be really exciting. Like we come together and we celebrate, although this year it's not looking like we're going to do that. Like hopefully, you yeah. know, we're going to be mindful and and do what we need to do to stay safe. And, you know, more intimate kind of celebrations is also really good. Pretty much. And then also there's the celebration. Um, there's also the uh, sometimes the expectations we put on ourselves in the New Year's <laughs> where we have these high pressured, yeah. really unrealistic expectations that once January 1st hits, we are going to be doing all of these things. And, you know, sometimes it could um, be a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves. It usually is, though. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also great to make goals and create them, you know, um, so... It is an inspiring time to create goals. Yes. I encourage everyone while you're creating these goals to find um, some kind of balance of what am I able to take on? What is the most important to me? Because like the thing that's really cool about New Year's is that you can look at write down all the things that you want to do. Right. And you can kind of prioritize them. Well, what can I do right now? Maybe your New Year's resolution can kind of be different for each month that it's going to exist like okay i have one that i'm going to do for january then i have because realistically i'm going to break this down and all seven of these goals are probably not going to be able to be easily achieved in a few days yeah the new year. yeah yeah it, it's i i do that myself but before i write down what i'm hoping to achieve in the new year i usually the paper that I wrote from the following year, I look at to see what I did achieve. Mm. You know, did I achieve any of the the resolutions that I wrote down? You know, I usually wrote, write it as hopes and dreams. Mm -hmm. You know, some are my hopes, some are my dreams. And then once I, I do that check off, then I sit down and I say, what else did you achieve this year what other um resolutions did you you know complete or start 
And um, after I go through all of that, then I sit down and I start all over again. And I hide it from myself. I put it somewhere where I know I'm going to forget. Mm -hmm. And then I go crazy looking for it on New Year's Day. Like, where, <laughs> where did I put this? Because I just mm -hmm. fold it up and I put it away. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to have um, that uh, that tendency of like, let me just be to see if I, if I no, it, it has to be somewhere where I'm not going to look for it anytime soon. And then we just start all over. So um, I can definitely say I have completed a lot of what I wrote down. That's awesome. And, and that's amazing for me because we don't always get the chance to do that. Yeah. You know, and there are so many things that come into play for you to be able to achieve even one thing. You know, and, um, you know, I tell friends, you know, that's what you should do, you know, and don't beat yourself if you didn't achieve one of your goals or one of your resolutions. Always look at what you did achieve, what did happen, what, what you did overcome, because they're not small, because even if they are small things start to mount up and become big things, yeah. you know. And um, people forget that. And that's one of the things I think they put that type of anxiety and stress on themselves because they feel, well, I didn't accomplish anything. Of course you did. We all accomplish something. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like for me, um, I tend to write things down in the new year and then um, I'll either burn it or I'll lose it or whatever the case is. I, I Definitely want to take a page from your book. I already pictured where I'm going to put it. I'm going to stuff it in one of the backs of a canvas. Mm -hmm. You know how they have like the opening yes. in the back? I'm going to stick it in one of them. Yeah. And I'm going to leave it there. That's it. So that I know. Because I feel like I don't even, I have no idea where anything that I wrote last <laughs> is at all. I'm pretty sure it's just gone with the wind at this point, which is okay because maybe it needed to be, but um, or maybe I'll find it. Who knows? Right. But um, I've been like deep cleaning this past week, so could definitely pop yeah, up now that I'm it speaking could. it into existence. It definitely could. What I normally like to do and what I strongly recommend for anybody that this resonates with is anytime you're going into a new year or whenever it feels resonant, what whatever you don't want to take with you into 2022 that you want to leave in 2021 or alchemize i recommend to write that down on a piece of paper and burn that and then take another piece of paper and write down everything that you wish to achieve and that you're calling in in 2022 whether that's goals or affirmations manifestations um you know, always being mindful of everything that we're writing down and solidifying into our reality, taking account how it could affect not only us, but others around us. And we want the greater good for everyone involved. So just kind of speaking that into existence when planting the seed. Um, but yeah, so taking that and then maybe sticking it in a canvas yeah. or putting it somewhere else where you know you can get to it, but like it's like a faint memory, not right. like something's in right. your face that you're going to constantly open. Right. Something I also do is like I'll put it in a jar and like I'll put it in a jar of honey 
so I literally can't get to it. <laughs> like, I, I physically, I am not going into a jar of honey and going to get it. Like, that's not happening. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So. But I do like the idea of, you know, burning, you know, things that you don't want to bring into the new year and, you know, writing it down and burning it off. Um, that that sounds like a, a good idea for me. So I'm going to now incorporate that you know, into, into my new year resolution. There's a lot of stuff I don't want to bring with me. <laughs> well, I think it's always important to like always bring balance, even if, you know, when we're doing the moon ceremonies or anything where it's like, yeah. you know, you're bringing in the balance. You're getting rid of something, but what are you putting in there? You know, you're putting, you're, you're calling in something, but what are you willing to sacrifice to get that? You know, and it's like, so we can write all these things down that we, you know, wish to let go of that, like say, you know, all of our bad habits that are very obvious and blatant to us. Yes. Well, what are we also willing to sacrifice in order to get what we want on that other list, you know? So it's like, it brings it down even deeper. It's like, we can think, okay, I want to get rid of bad habits, but also maybe something that we're comfortable with. We might want to, you know, I want to, I want to get rid of always saying, close into my comfort zone maybe we need to write something down like that you know in order to get to that threshold of creating the space for us to even receive the things that we're asking for yes i i would agree with that um yeah i have some bad habits i need to get rid of i need to just leave in the past you know with bad habits i feel um something i've been reading recently but shout out to David Mogul, who I, who's uh, up upstairs, up in uh, up with Creator, and uh, he he had wrote this email or this document, and he sent it to me in an email, and it's talking about the subconscious, and it's talking about he used to work with somebody in Las Vegas, and they used to work with people, and it, it, there's a whole document. It's called Why Do I Smoke, <laughs> and it's to help people who smoke, and um, you know, at the time, I've gone back and forth with smoking. I think, like, on, on a very honest note, like, I think for the rest of my life, I will smoke in moderation. I genuinely love smoking. Right. I don't smoke frequently. And, like, if I do, then I'm going into a subconscious behavior. But I can take, a, I can have one, like, and I do my best to source the best tobacco I can around me. Right. And I can have a tobacco and then not touch it for, like, weeks or even months if I really if I'm really like disciplined with myself if I know why I want it you know but then but when I'm not behaving with it like that which I have at a point where David was alive and he sent this to me the reason he sent it to me was I was super stressed out and I was realizing like I was smoking so often and right. so much and a lot every day and when I was doing that I felt a lot of like anxiety and I was also like in denial about it I'm like no nah, I don't smoke as much as I do and I did I smoked a lot and when I came to the conclusion like the qu the questions like the prompts right they apply to so many th they apply to every bad habit you have there's just these are specifically tailored to smokers right so there's so many layers to why we're doing what we're doing so I say all of this to say like we can classify things as bad habits but if we don't take the time to like if we're not really ready to let it go, and when I say, how are we? How do we know we're ready to let go of a bad habit? I I feel like 
when we know we're ready to let go of it is like not only are we like all right i'm done with my own shit like i'm sick of my own right. shit like we kick ourselves in the ass all day and say that we're done with our own stuff but when we're like are we really you know and i feel like how we know we're really done with certain habits and habitual behaviors when we're ready to break cycles is when we look at them instead of averting them so rather than okay well all right i'm gonna just i'm just gonna do this i'm just gonna have this cigarette i'm just gonna eat this food i'm just gonna text this person i'm just gonna do this thing whatever it is rather when i feel like you're ready to start making that change is when you think before you do it when you start putting consciousness before you do it why do i want to do this right now what am i feeling when was the first time i felt this where does cigarettes and this feeling link where does eating this food and this feeling link where does reaching out to this person and this feeling link and once we start looking at the things that create bad habits or not so good habits we don't like what's right and wrong it's all you know um perspective and once we look at it like that and we're giving it the time and space and we're giving ourselves the time and space and attention because just like you know they say with people who do drugs like you know you can try all you want but you, they have to be ready right. that's everything right. and there's just a lot more societally acceptable addictions that people live with every day and talk about every day out in the open that don't get addressed the same way people who have who are addicted to drugs and alcohol but that the same steps can be applied to every person and i feel like that's how you know is when you're like you're giving it space and attention to understand why rather than giving an excuse why right i agree which is yeah that's where i am with with my habit of smoking i know why i started it again and then it was just like i would say this year is just like why why are you still doing this mm -hmm. and i'm like i don't know but we need to do something to stop because i'm ready to stop mm -hmm. it's just getting to that place where it's just like stop you know i mean that's how i was when i used to when i used to drink you know there came a moment where it's just like, oh, this is a problem now. So we need to stop. And I and I did. I'll drink um, very infrequently. Sometimes, if, you know, at the gallery or if I go out with friends, I'll have a drink. But I won't go home and say, yep, that was great. So let's keep doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, unfortunately with the smoking, it's like, we're ready to stop, but the body is just like, we're not ready to give it up, even though you're ready to give it up. And I'm like, well, this becomes mind over matter. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't think you're going to win this one. I think now we're ready. So even though I've, I've actually slowed down because in slowing down, I started eating again mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i'm like i'm okay with that this time yeah you know but it it's it's like with with anything you know, like you said it's it's with anything we tend to latch on to the things that are not good for us mm -hmm. whether it's people whether it's you know substance we tend to latch on and our brain is telling us, which is really the ego saying, you're not going to be any good unless you stay latched on. So 
I've been in the last few months going through this constant back and forth, like I'm on a on a seesaw saying no. And then he goes saying yes. And I'm like, no, this is not good for us. Mm-hmm. You know, this this is bad for who we are, mind, body, and soul. So I'm in that place, and you and I have spoken about this, I think, since, what, 2019? Was it 2019 when I did my, my dance, my dirt dance? I think so. I think. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that the other yes, day. Yes, you know, <laughs> and it's like it it's pulling at me now. You know, it's like my ancestors are like, listen, listen, listen. This mm-hmm. has to stop. You need to step backwards a little bit. You need to, we're calling to you. And for every step I make towards them, I'm jumping back. You know, I'm just, I'm running away at the same time. And it just keeps pulling at me in such a way that I'm I'm confronted with myself mm-hmm. again. And, and that's what I've been, I think definitely in the last couple of months been going through, I'm confronted with myself. Mm. And it's like, this can no longer be. Some things you're gonna have to let go of Mm -hmm. if you're gonna now survive, you know? And I really needed to look back. And I thought about, you did your dirt dance. You've been going to the ceremonies. You and Akasha have a lot in common by your indigenous culture and is you keep moving but then you you're like I'm like I'm afraid of something and there's nothing for me to fear because mm-hmm. I know I'm safe mm-hmm. you know what I mean so that's what I I've been doing um being on vacation is just locking myself in not hibernating like I would normally do. Like, I don't want to be around people, so I'm going to be my introverted self. Mm -hmm. But more so, locking myself in and remembering and reintroducing myself back into my culture because I know that's where I'm going to be saved. (laughs) Literally going to be saved. And it sounds crazy, but that is the truth. You know, we move away from who we are all through our lives Mm -hmm. and eventually it it calls out to us and says it's time to come home now it's that dance that we do that dance back and forth you know yes are you open to feedback huh are you open to feedback yes there's something that was coming through like really intensely while you were speaking two things actually uh the first thing being um you know when we talk about our mind body and spirit and this is something I do often. So like this, I'm saying this to you, I'm saying this to me, I'm saying this to everybody <laughs> with the yes. word I'm about to say. So it's like in these processes when we are having what seems to be like us versus our ego or us versus our mind, our heart versus our heart, I think what can bridge the gap is like literally remembering and understanding and to, that we are literally connected like it, we're one thing mm-hmm. it's not like it's not our mind and our heart it's like we are still one right. part, a part of one thing so it's like we're one machine so it's like thinking about it like all right we're at a restaurant and there's a bunch of line cooks and if one line cook is like 
fighting with the other one, nothing's going to be made. Right. So it, with that knowing and that understanding, it's like both understanding that we're, we have the common goal. You know, you might have a little bit different of a job than I have talking to our mind and our heart. Right. But we both have the common goal, and that's to keep us happy, healthy, and thriving and alive, you know, and surviving in right. our life. So if we can understand, just as we do within ourselves, that these different aspects of us that make us there's no right or wrong. There's just different experiences. And mm -hmm. thank God that we have these different ways to think in, within us because then we would be so narrow-minded right. if we didn't have a contrast, right? A yin and a yang. Right. So we have the yin and yang within us, that, that opposing voice. And rather than villainizing this opposing voice, being more like, thank you, because without you, I might just blindly be living life and not right. even be... Right. not even question things that I do right. but also putting it in its place when it's like doing too much like alright it's taking up a lot of space now my heart has no room to to, to <laughs> beat because you're gonna be thinking all over the place so exactly it's like, I feel like it's just having boundaries with yourself but also like accepting yourself you know and with that part once we start doing that more to ourselves the more we can actually do that outside of ourselves with other people and not get so offended when someone says something that could be completely avert what we think or feel. Right. Where we can be like, oh, well, I'm happy you exist because we need different thinkers. Right. You know, and even if I don't like what you're saying or the way you're saying it, I don't have to get upset because I know how I feel. And I can be open to experiencing the contrast. Right. And... I think what it is, because I'm going, I've been going through that with people, you know, because it's like, well, they they don't fully understand the person that I am. They don't fully know what my life has been about, you know. Um, you know, being the age that I am right now, like, it's an honor to get to 60, People don't realize that. It's it's an honor to get there because that's that's really the peak, you know? It's like, wow, I made it. And I look back at my life and I'm just like, wow, did you do a lot of stuff, you know? <laughs> I mean, my father really thought I was a wild banshee. He was right, I was, <laughs> you know? And I don't look back and regret anything if people really knew the stuff that i had done you know being a single mom at that they would just they, their mouths would drop open like what you you did all of that yeah and had a great time doing it so now that is that i have hit this my plateau yes i still want to have fun in my life because there's still plenty of stuff i really want to do but i'm i want to do it differently because there was that moment where, yes, we're living in a world where everybody's just like, we don't need to look at our past. We don't need to look at who we are and where we come from anymore. We just need to be is in this moment. But our past and our, and our ancestry is what makes us who we are. Mm -hmm. And by forgetting that, which I think a lot of people do, going through their daily lives, they don't 
they don't respond to that pullback that spirit aspect and that's like that's the disconnect you yeah. know that's like also what we were talking about before like when our mind and our heart like yeah if we're not connected to our spirit we're completely disconnected to a whole part of our makeup exactly. that is needed to function yeah and to survive so that pullback is just like like a good yank mm -hmm. is a reminder hey remember Mm -hmm. And it's just like, yeah, I'm remembering. Okay. Our intuition is so interesting how it's like the different, the different, like even before I was like, all right, I feel like I need to wear my bandana, you know, and it's, it might not be always the most aesthetic thing. And though, although I do like bandanas, I, I walked over the mirror and I felt like very strongly I needed to wear the bandana because I felt spirit. I felt my intuition exactly. being like, you need to wear a bandana. And I'm like... I don't really want to. And I was fighting it earlier. I was yeah. like, yeah, I don't really want to. I did my hair today, <laughs> you know? And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to put the bandana. It's going to ruin it. And, and Spirit was like, I'm like, all right, let me go over there and put this bandana on because I know if I don't listen, Spirit's going to, like, give me pow pow. And I, I'm, not, exactly. I'm not trying to get on the And that's how I felt because I was going to put a bandana on and I was just like, oh, well, I, I don't think we need a bandana today. I think, it, I think you're going to be okay. So I was just like, yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll be fine. But there are days, like, all of a sudden, I started wearing my bandana again. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I went looking for it. Like, where's my bandana? Well, it's protecting our crown, you yeah, know? Yeah, you know? You know? And I, I walked into work, and people were looking at me like, yeah, I needed this. Mm -hmm. This reflects, this is a reflection of who I am mm -hmm. and who I've always been. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm going to get resistance from some people once I step back. And I'm okay with that because it, it's like coming full, full circle. That mm -hmm. was basically what life is. You're born, you do what you do in your life, and then you die, you go full circle. And it, it's, it's so important as my, my mom used to always tell me, it's important to remember where you come from because that's the place you go back to when you get lost, mm -hmm. you know? And I've, I've had to go through that a lot in my life because you do, you get lost. You get lost in the shuffle of daily life, of people you meet and stuff, but you, you should just sit down and then remember, because, you know, it's it's lost in our society today um, as far as remembering where, where you come from mm -hmm. and where your people come from. It's like, eh, that's not important anymore because everybody's so discombobulated. Mm -hmm. you, know what I'm, you know what I mean? They're so discombobulated. Everyone walks around thinking that whatever I do does not affect you. Of mm -hmm. course it does. Mm -hmm. Everything a human being does affects everything around. It affects the people, it affects the earth, it affects the cosmos. And we live on this planet thinking we don't affect anything. And yet that law of cause and effect is just running rampant right now yeah. because the ripples are just, yeah, they, they, some of them are big tides. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> absolutely, it's absolutely. so far away from you because you threw it out there and you don't realize that it's no longer little ripples. It's like huge tides because you don't realize that what you've done is affecting someone somewhere else, 
never mind just on the planet, but in the universe. Yeah. You know, and to to even express that with people, you know, regular people, not people, because people that know you understand that. You know what I mean? People who know you know where you're coming from, but people who don't really know you, they're looking at you like, I don't, I don't, I don't cause any problems anywhere, but we do. We're on a living planet that does everything for us, and we're just making a mess of any of everything. Like I worry about humanity yeah. right about now because the way they're going is just, it's not a good way. It's like we're children lost in the world and we don't know how to get back. Mm -hmm. And individually people have to learn to get back, but how do you do that in a world, now, in a society now that says, don't worry about where you come from, don't worry about your beginnings, let's in the past leave it there, just move forward. But where are you moving forward to? Well, people are so misled, you know, they don't even know that they're lost because they feel like they're not lost because they're so misled into thinking that they're found in something that is so separate from source. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting, like even when you were saying before, when you when you wear a bandana and you walk into somewhere and you know you're gonna be met with the resistance, the resistance is already there. Right. Now they're just putting it in your face about it. <laughs> yes. That's the thing with people. Like yes. it's like the resistance is always there. Yeah. It's like, are you bold enough to show it to my face now? Now they can't hide it in their right. eyes because you're doing something on a physical level. Right. If you're saying something mentally, maybe they could hide it more. But when you start doing things physically, start changing your appearance, start uh, embodying and physically moving the way that you feel on the inside, you can walk into any space and offend half the room and inspire the other half, you know? And that's the part that is so important to remember when we do remember, yes, cause and effect affects everybody. And that can apply also positively. The yes. more that we're working to heal ourselves, support ourselves, understand ourselves, the more that everyone in the world is healing, you know? So it, right. when it, there's that quote that's like, if you want to be the change in the world, go out and be it. That's right. how we have to do it. And it's, yes. like, it's so hard because we get into these like existential crises because how can we not in the, day, in the day and age that we live in where we're just like, what the fuck world? You know, <laughs> like what is happening? How are, how is everyone so blinded by this and that? And like, you know, what, what, what is important? Like, have you like, where are your morals? You know, what, where is the alignments in these things? And, um, when you, once you ground yourself and you start remembering, well, if I just start being this more of myself, I'm going to continue to attract more people like that. When you attract more people like that and you are the way you are with them being the way they are, now you're inspiring and healing a collective of people who didn't feel like they could be who they are. Like right. Even being here at Hub, it's like we are all the misfits and black sheep of our worlds and our lives and our communities and we come together and us doing that and Kenny creating a safe space for us to do that is so healing and is healing so many people that people may not even know of hub and are being touched and affected by right. the healing that's happening here that's true so it's it's just as we remember like you know you if somebody's being negative you know that will travel faster yes even. you know that will travel faster but you know something you, someone saying something positive 
It might travel a little slower, mm -hmm. but it could be something that, you know, is paid forward. Like, look at when people go and like buy another person coffee sometimes that could be fast too yeah, like and then the next absolutely. person buys the other person coffee and the next person the next person absolutely you know and then finally gets to a person that maybe didn't even have money to get something you know later but they really wanted that coffee and right. now they got the free coffee no that that is that is definitely true i get that when i'm walking down the street with my canes it's pretty hilarious sometimes um and people some every once in a while somebody asks me you know is is that the effect you were looking for? I said, listen, if when I walk down the street with my cane looking the way it does and it puts a smile on your face, my job is done. Mm -hmm. I've done what I set out to do, not purposely like I'm going to fix my cane up because I want to make people happy. Number one, it makes me happy. Okay. When I look at it, I'm happy by it. Mm -hmm. So if it's also making other people happy, then that makes me feel good because it's like that's how I express myself. Yeah. I need to be able to express myself in any way, shape, or form, you know. And is it because I want attention? No, but this is this is who I am. I just let it go. And for and for anybody who. Uh, hasn't gotten to see Montana's cane. <laughs> Her canes are like, honestly, I think that you should design canes because she not only she does them seasonally, she does them per holiday. This is your New Year's Christmas cane. Yes, yeah, somebody actually called <laughs> somebody called it the Grim Cane because it's the first time I don't have a whole lot of stuff on it. So it cute. just looked so crazy. I just walked in and it was just like, I'm just going to put tinsel <laughs> One flower, and whatever these things are, I'm just going to throw Those them are, on. These are my favorite part. I love these. They're, they're, yeah. they're beautiful. They're really cute. You know, but it's, it's always a mystery mm -hmm. with anything that I make. Eventually, I started with the idea, and then somewhere through it, it takes over, and I no longer am the artist but the vessel. Yeah, the conduit. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, and um, it it took it took a long time for me to figure that out. I thought it was crazy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because it's like, as as artists, we, whether we, no matter what we're doing, as artists, even when you do the moon ceremony, you have no idea where it's going to take, where the ceremony's going to go. You have the idea in your mind of how you, what you're, going like to the parameters do, yeah and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden it just goes poof, you know and wonderful things come from it you know the people that come that night the people who share mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and what they bring forth from what you've already put out there and you give them a place where i know for me a place where i can just open my mouth and, and 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 say what what is going on inside of me, like the last one, okay? I had literally took a photo of that tarot card and I like edited it and I just stared at it the other day. I'm like, <laughs> oh. you know, what was it, alone? And I just looked at it and I was just like, look at the moon in this card. It's a full moon and somewhere in the distance, there's a light in a window mm. 
and it's waiting for you. And I, I just felt so good when I looked at it again. Mm. I was like, this is the story of my life. <laughs> There's always a light in the window. <laughs> and sometimes I'm actually the light, yeah. you know? So it's like my cardinal self is out here. And you know what? This just came into my head. It's my cardinal self that's out here. Mm -hmm. And that light in the window is my spirit saying, it's okay. Yeah. You can you can come. It's fine. Cause then you'll you'll that that wholeness that you were talking about, that 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 separation between the mind, body, and the spirit, you know, it's it's that little it's that little weave mm -hmm. of thread that holds and binds it all together so that card now tells me that yes i'm out here but that light in the window along with the light that i'm carrying in that picture it's okay it's all like reflections of each other yeah you can you can come it's it's all right we got you we're going to protect you yeah. and we're going to give you a nice safe haven mm -hmm. for you to be who you are look at that how crazy is that? I just came up with that. <laughs> I just, I, because all of a sudden, it's like the message comes mm -hmm. when you sit back and think about it again. When you, when you sit back, I, I wouldn't, like, even, even maybe not even thinking, it's like, because it's not even, I don't even feel like we think when we're doing it. Yes, I feel like it's just like when we sit back and just allow it to come to through. To just come through, yeah, yes. Because once we think, once we start, the, the thinking aspect is like when our human's trying to control what's happening. <laughs> yes, You know what I mean? True. It's like, what the, the thing always applies with, with readings. Like anytime I start to think is when I will stutter. If I, if I start to think with my own brain, right. then I'm actually deviating or, or cushioning you know, something that's supposed to get, because sometimes I feel bad. Like sometimes, you know, it's like a, a, a really um, raw reading will come out where it's like super intense and like direct words. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like how do I, how do I say this to this person? Right. And, but I'm thinking about it. But spirit would have never given it to me so like crystal clear if that person wasn't capable of receiving it crystal clear. Right. So now my own bias to, how this is raw information and could harm them, or maybe potentially they can be mad at me and, and be hurt by me, right. is now cushioning something that was meant to just come out clear. Right, right. You know, so yeah. it's, but it's like trusting that, and that involves trusting something that's bigger than you, and that involves trusting something that's bigger than you that's speaking through you. So there's dimensions of the levels of trust you need to have. And, and that's, know. and that's, and I, I think that's what and the, surrender. What, surrender, mm -hmm. yes, surrender. Mm -hmm. Trust and surrender are probably the two biggest um, obstacles that most people have. Yeah, you know, and um, and I'm I've always like always like that with my children, with my friends. I'm like, don't lie to me, even if you think it's gonna hurt my feelings. Just say it. Yeah, you know, be honest. And then it's my choice of when I want to deal with deal with anything with you or just walk away. But please be honest with me because when you're not honest with me, you take away my right mm -hmm. of choice and of trust. It's not it's not giving you a fair experience. No. It's giving you a biased one. Right. And and I take that to heart with people. 
So trust and surrender is a very huge obstacle for people to deal with. And um, that is a shame because if you surrender to, the, to that light, mm -hmm. which is in here, your life will be, be so much more fulfilled. Absolutely. It's like the most simple thing, but it could seem like the most difficult because of fear and like yeah. what fear can feel like. Fear can literally feel like we're dying. It could feel like if we're doing something that right. we are going to die in doing that. And like that's how serious fear is when it comes to like anything and everything. And when you boil everything down, you start realizing just how interlaced fear is with most of the most of the things we don't do. We can come up with a million excuses, a million justifications, but it usually boils down to fear. Even if it's going to inadequacy, even inadequacy can be boiled down to fear. Like like the the root and the, like the soup like like the the broth the base like before even any of that the, the water the right. pot the you know the material the pot was made out of like the molted rock is fear right. you know? like, <laughs> yes you can it is. always go back and dig up more it know? is it's, it's from from this point to this point this is all is all your own personalized different fears yeah yeah, because, I mean, I know when I was younger, you know, people would you know, ask me, like, why did you just do that? I'm like, what? I knew that I knew that pool was empty, but I was going to jump in anyway because I felt that the water would get there by the time I took off into the air to jump in. And then I got older, and all of a sudden it was just like, I'm afraid of everything. You know, and it, it sounded so crazy even me thinking it, like, how are you afraid now, but you weren't afraid before? And that is where my journey has been, be it started all over again. And I think it's taken, what, 15 years for me to figure this out? But you're figuring it out. I'm figuring it out, yes, mm -hmm. I am. Mm -hmm. because In this lifetime, which is a beautiful gift that not everybody gets to experience. Well, you know, I do have this issue about karma. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we cannot do this again. <laughs> we cannot do this again. This is it. And, and that's how I feel because mm -hmm. um, I, I believe in past life mm -hmm. um, and, um, and that we do come back. And... Um, I definitely know I've been here before. And I would tell people, I was here before, but I didn't live very long. Mm -hmm. And there was always a cutoff. And the moment I made it past that cutoff, I was like, this is it. This is, this is the part where you're gonna learn because you never got past this age. Mm. So now wow. you're really going to go through it. And I did. And I've, I'm coming out, I'm at a new plateau that I never reached before. And I'm like, yeah, we got this this time. Whatever you're supposed to learn, whatever you're supposed to um, leave to family and friends, it's going to happen now because 
you're in that place of, what do they call us old ladies? The crones, the wise ones, the women of wisdom. <laughs> I see you laughing, <laughs> you know, but I don't see myself as the crone. I do see myself as being, having more wisdom, you know. I'm not my mother or my grandmother when they were this age. Um, I'm something different. Well, just like we were talking about the mind, body, and spirit, the mm -hmm. mother maiden and crone, same thing. Yeah. You know, so you're not the crone only. You're the mother, you're the maiden, and you're the crone. You don't have to be all, you don't have to be one separate one, thing. Yeah. That's why right. I smiled because yeah. you're sitting there saying you're the crone. I feel like the crone right now in my life. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I'm actually stepping back into the maiden, almost like like stepping back into the maiden right now so I can like step into the mother. And like, I feel like this is like the cycle. Right. I almost like I'm in, you know, um, that's where I'm at right now, but oh, simultaneously I'm all of them. Right. You know, if I needed to be the mother, I'd be the mother tomorrow. If I needed to be the maiden, I'd be the maiden tomorrow. You know, I feel like the crone today. So that's why I'm laughing. No, you know what? You're You're absolutely right. Because when I... When I'm with my daughter, I'm the mother. When I'm with my granddaughters, I'm the crone. You're probably still the mother. Um, yeah, yeah, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, everybody, so funny, everybody keeps looking at me like, you lost so much weight, you look so much younger. And I'm like, really? And then I said to my daughter, I said, if I drop any more weight, I'm going to be the size I was in my 30s and get ready because I'm going to go crazy and she just <laughs> looked at me she's like, like so Sagittarius <laughs> she's like okay mom okay you know and I'm and it's 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 very interesting because I've seen I've known women who are older than me and you know they would just be working out I'm like god I gotta get back to my body that of when I was in my 20s and I'm like why would you want that and here, I'm not even trying, and I'm just watching myself, you know, just change. I put on, I don't know if you, I think you saw the, the post with me in my, my fringe bolero jacket, and I said to my daughter, I'm like, I get in small, I'm getting back in this jacket, it's on. And I took the picture, and even with my granddaughter, I was like, listen, I put a picture up, I'm showing a little cleavage, Please don't be upset. She's like, no, I loved it. It was great. And I was like, okay, we're good then. But even <laughs> for me to take that photo, for me to take that photo and actually put it up, because my daughter tells me, don't show yourself, mom. You're a beautiful woman. Yeah. You want to know when I realized I was a beautiful woman? Those birthday pictures. And it wasn't until then that I saw myself in a new light. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I was young, it was just like, yeah, I'm gorgeous, baby. I'm doing whatever I want. I'm, <laughs> you know, walking the streets. It's my world. Mm -hmm. But then as you get past <laughs> 40 and then 50, a woman's mindset starts to change and she starts to, you know, wonder if, am I still attractive? You know, it's, it's, it's so many things, you know, and we're seeing the young women go by and we're like, I remember when I used to be like that. And then... I saw those photos and I was just like, oh my God, that to me in my natural element. Mm. And my daughter was just, and my sister, my sister was like, do one up, put it in the house. I'm like, what? 
Like I would never put a photo of myself in my house. You know, I don't even like looking in the mirror half of the time because I just went, this is me, done, I'm out the door. That, that's, how I, that's how I've always been, you know? But it showed, my, it showed me myself in a new light. Mm -hmm. So now I'm just like, yeah, I'm 60. What do we plan on doing with this? <laughs> and I'm getting that pullback saying, you're going to be the person you've always been and you're just gonna shed all that other crap you've been doing and you're gonna walk the rest of the your life on this earth being exactly who you are. And if people can't handle that, well, sorry. But for those that can and those that need that from you, because like you said, sometimes the resistance is already there, mm -hmm. but there are some people that need to see you be who you, who you are. Mm -hmm. Children definitely need to feel that they have an identity that they can be proud of and mm -hmm. not have to copy the Barbie dolls. Yeah. You know? And that's one of the that's one of the things like I go through with my granddaughters. Like you can be who you want to be, mm -hmm. okay? Be that individual. Don't follow the crowd. You never know where it's going to lead you to. Mm -hmm. You know, and especially when you're in the middle of can't even see. It, exactly. <laughs> you know. And I was always like that growing up. And my friends, they loved that about me. They're like, you're a little quirky, and it's okay. And even in jobs that I work, they're like, we expect you to dress like this. We expect this from you. And you can pull it off because you. I walk out of my house and confident. Let me mm -hmm. even have two different pairs of shoes on and some socks that, that, that don't match. That five-minute window of me going back in my house and changing that, that's it. It's a five-minute window. Mm -hmm. Once I pass that five-minute window, it's like, yeah, I'm meant to do this. Mm -hmm. And let, let's go. And we don't have a lot of individuality anymore. We're losing it. We're losing it. It's such a weird time where it's like, it's almost like uh, this uh, paradoxical experience that's happening is like people are trying to be so different that they're all being the same yes and it's like i noticed that shift i want to say maybe like eight years ago mm -hmm. maybe like 10 years ago max like around that yeah. area, like from like from like eight to ten years ago i remember people that used to make fun of me for dressing certain ways started like commenting on my pictures and asking where they can like get certain stuff. And I think it's also the raise of um, social media. Mm -hmm. I think it was because if you think about it, even on a logistic level and an energetic level, if you think about like social media becoming more predominant in everyone's every day, right. then you look at everybody being kind of plain or the same right. or nothing really different happening and then you have a person who like you or i go onto social media now our social media is going to be in a, a direct reflection i know like my myspace was so like 
lit. <laughs> like it was so like every part of it was so me. It was like my photo bucket pictures and I was in the back like coding the different colors and the backgrounds and picking a different song. You know, all these different things, finding these and constantly changing it as, you know, progressive going into Facebook and Instagram started to reflect then if you think about it even yeah, logically and energetically like when you're looking at a whole bunch of a sea of people that look the same and then there's like that one person it's like who is that what are they doing i'm so interested now i'm invested because it's different than everything else well remember like the movie the matrix the first one and they're walking the in a one. sea of people and then all of a sudden the red dress pops in mm -hmm. and it's just like mm -hmm. whoa you yep. know you just it, it it is like that you yeah. know even psychologically it's yeah. like it's the color and it's meant to grab attention and all these different things and although we which is the this is the 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 contradicting thing which is so interesting because you were talking about it in the car and it's something i experience all the time and i'm constantly like so when when you're like you know um people are seeing you right, right. and like you're like wait don't see me yes we were literally put on this earth to be seen but we were ridiculed by being seen when we were younger in such a way yeah. that it's like being seen is almost like a traumatic uh, trauma response. Oh yeah, because my mother always, you know, she, oh, I have survived a Roman Catholic mother, but it was always like children be seen but not heard. So mm -hmm. even so, I always like stayed in my room mm -hmm. and hid away from company. Like mm -hmm. they didn't even know I was there. They were like, "Janine's in the house." Oh my God, we didn't even know you were in there because I was supposed to not be out when company was there so I always just like was in my room drawing with the door closed mm -hmm. you know unless I had to like get a drink of water or had to go to the bathroom no one even knew I was in the house it was like oh yeah she's been in her room all day no noise it was I was quiet so yeah for for me to finally expose myself and my daughter had a lot to do with that she was like I don't understand mom you do all this art and you lean it on the walls mm -hmm. not even hang it mm -hmm. she's like you're leaning on the walls behind the door and everything so when I did have that first you know um exhibit I I didn't even know how to react mm -hmm. I saw her reaction how proud she was of me and that's what I lived through, her pride, because I, I didn't even know how to have it. I was just like, yeah, it looks real pretty on the walls. <laughs> that's, how I'm, that's how I was looking at it. Yeah. It looks really nice on the walls. And then at the same time, I was very um, protective of that, that artist child inside. So even though I kept putting my work up in public areas, you know, people literally couldn't get to me, even if they saw me. You know, my children were with me, or a friend was with me. Oh, who's the artist? Her. And literally, I was trying to blend in to mm -hmm. the framework of where where I was putting my work up. Which goes down to survival. Which yeah. goes down to literal survival. <laughs> because at, at, at a point in time, you may have felt like you needed to camouflage yourself in order to survive. All the time. And it's like, and because when you're standing out, not only can you inspire a room, but you're also a target. So now 
everybody's looking at you or mm-hmm. and I know it, like you, this this topic is just like <laughs> like this is like I'm having all these realizations like even whether it was like social media or in real life or in in school growing up or all these different experiences you get all of this attention which brings us back to the point of like we were sent here to get attention. Right. We And even though we're like, oh, I don't want attention, da, 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 that's us literally going against a part of our literal medicine. We I never even thought about it like that. This is, me neither. Like, <laughs> I'm over here, like, this is like, boom, I, didn't boom, even, boom. I didn't even think about it like that. Like, we, we're here to get attention. I'm thinking, yeah. what? We're literally here to get attention by literally just being us. And that making people uncomfortable who needs to be made uncomfortable and making people comfortable who need to be made comfortable who have felt uncomfortable their entire life yes and it's it's a it's a it's literally like like we're like these what is it called like pinnacle kind of like i don't know i i picture in my head almost like when you're when you're we're when you're like um, we're the catalyst. Absolutely, absolutely. We're definitely the catalyst. Absolutely. Of, of of moving forward, and you know this society for a long, and that's what it is. And you're right. About ten years ago, it changed because we're literally organized. We're literally organized. Yes. Because we're taking the the positive, uh, the negative, and turning it to positive, or taking the positive and turning it to negative, but like negative in a good way. You know what I mean? Speaking, we can. She's show talking your, your about the the organ the organ pyramids that I make, and um, you know, this really is to help people ground themselves. Even though it's supposed to do the whole thing about you know blocking EMFs, mm-hmm. it also is a grounding. You know, the the, the pyramid. The symbol of the pyramid is 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 amazing because mm-hmm. of what it can do and the fact of you know the measurements and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. My next trip with my daughter has to be to Egypt because I need to like touch those real pyramids. <laughs> I need to put my hands on them. You can make you could get some sand from there and make one with that to you make think a pyramid. They would let with me some out of sand? the country with it. Like I, I just would take picked it, up a I little bit take, of sand. I'll just put the sand in a little oh, jar I, and wrap that in your. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I never took nothing from another country. I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that is a very good idea. We need yeah. to plan that like real soon, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, in the next soon, year or two. Soon. But yes, um, <laughs> I <laughs> I create these these beautiful Argon pyramids. Um, and it is like a work of art because each one is individual. And the truth be told that after the second layer, I literally forget what I've done. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's usually a surprise for me when it comes <laughs> out. <laughs> it's usually a really good surprise for me. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is beautiful. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because again, I'm the conduit of which this creativity is happening. So. You know, it's good that I don't know what I'm doing or mm-hmm. I forget what layers have been put prior. And it allows um, my creativity that flows from the universe to come through mm-hmm. and help me create what I what I do. And people love them. Um, you can check on, check on me on Instagram. Uh, 
they come they can they come large and, and what regular. is your instagram so that they can check it out montana's art no i forgot my Mon own i think it's montana it's, lily it's montana well montana lily is my regular page but okay. my art page for my craft stuff is montana rs underscore a r t zero two okay well, we'll put it we'll, we'll link it so that people can get to it because they're amazing they're beautiful and i actually i'm gonna i'm gonna get one of them before we depart from each other. <laughs> like, i haven't been able to make it to the market i'm like i'm happy you brought some because i'm like word because yeah. I, I would love to have one of those <laughs> and knowing yeah. that you made them and your intention your energy and your medicine is in there not not only is the medicine that is like fundamentally created with this, but your essence and your spirit guides and the con and being the conduit that you are open to spirit. Thank you for explaining that because you know after the market was done, my body cracked. It went <clears throat> every time anyone asked me, "Are you okay?" I'm so exhausted right now mm. because yes, it's like when I make these, when I used to make my dream catches, mm -hmm. they don't understand that the energy that is being pulled, mm -hmm. you know, when you are that that conduit between the physical and the spiritual realm or the universal realm, it 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 draws it takes it takes a lot of it takes a lot out of That's why spirits asking you to wear that bandana. <laughs> <laughs> because I know for a fact that's what serve me like put that bandana, bandana on put that bandana okay you're good oh are you doing it oh you're going to the mall put a bandana and a hat on and your hood okay cool you got a belt on all right oh that God. too you got you got some crystals around your neck all right program to be protection a whole shield you're going into like Babylon right now like you need to Get it. It's yeah, funny. I know. It's, it's well, that's crazy. why I wear this necklace all the time. My girlfriend mm -hmm. gave this to me for my birthday last year, and I was just like, "You know me so well, because you need, a, you know, I need to stay grounded at all times, because I will just start floating off. Yeah, you know, literally, just, just gone. You know, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> the bandana spirits is there with the bandana. The band. It's about the bandana, mm -hmm. but um. <laughs> I guess, you know, getting back to a new year coming in mm -hmm. and, you know, I think, you know, all the people that I know, you know, I'm looking at you right now and I'm telling you, you know, you need to, it, 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 it's good if you can sit down and write out everything you accomplished this year no matter how small and then feel that because it's not just about yeah I accomplished this and I accomplished that and I accomplished this and then you just like okay and then you start writing something new no feel that mm -hmm. you know you need to feel that you know because they say we do have um two brains the one up here and the one here these two cannot exist without the other, mm -hmm. you know? And, and you really need to feel that and, and feel good about yourself accomplishing, um, you know, making your accomplishments during the year that you didn't even expect. And then you sit down and you write down what you hope to accomplish or dream to accomplish next year and, and feel that and hold that because 
we are feeling creatures. This is what we are. This is what we do. And what brings a lot of things about is how our feelings are when we're thinking about it. Like, hey, I want a F-150 Ford truck. Let me feel that. You know, let me put that emotion into it. I am an F-150 truck. <laughs> I'm driving one right exactly. now <laughs> you, you you understand what i'm saying you gotta put yourself in the in the steering in the in the driver's seat and steer and feel that and and put your blinkers on and spray your windshield yeah, because the universe <laughs> doesn't guarantee you when it's coming mm -hmm. but just as we were talking about that ripple that sometimes turns into a riptide it it's still the basic principle mm -hmm. You know, it's dropping the little, the little like quarter or the penny in in the um, water fountain and making right. you wish. Right. You know, and I I always tell people I'm like you don't understand what the universe has to move. Mm -hmm. You know, for you to get that one thing that you say you mm. want, it is moving things out of the way. And here's the thing, and and you know when people tell me karma, I'm like that's not that's that's not karma. Karma is something very different. But cause and effect, for you to have that one thing, you have no idea how it's affecting someone else. Mm -hmm. Somebody might lose their life. Somebody might lose their job. Mm -hmm. You know, their home. You have no idea. So it's, it's really good sometimes to be careful of what you ask for mm -hmm. because the laws of cause and effect mm -hmm. are they are what they are there's a this is what you want now this is what we're going to do mm -hmm. which it takes it full circle back to what we were talking about in the beginning also what are you willing to sacrifice to get exactly that? or what are you willing to give to in general like that's like when you're when you're going to if you're going to ask somebody for something mm -hmm. you know are you going to like or you're going, to, you're going to somebody's house, they invited you over. They're giving you something, right? They're giving you an experience. They're going to give you food. Are you going to show up empty-handed? Are you going to show up with the little, like, dessert that you, like, right, right. here? So now right. when you are writing down that list, maybe go outside and give some food to, like, a neighborhood animal. Maybe go give some water to a tree. Like, go outside and give something back to nature. You don't have to give it to any particular deity or spirit if that doesn't resonate with you. Or if it does, you know, just you go back to nature and you give something to nature in a good way with that intention. Like, universe, I'm so open to this being something that I want, you know, and I want this to not only help me, but help others around me in a good way. Right. And then go and you give something, you know, maybe you think about an orange. Maybe that's what you're supposed to give, you know. So just be mindful of whatever you do choose to call in and how that can affect others. And also be mindful that nothing is for free. No. Nothing is for free. And that no. doesn't have to be negative. And it also doesn't have to be unpredictable. Yeah, you could be like, yeah, nothing's for free. You're absolutely right. So let me go give something. Like, or right. before something gets taken from you and you're like, oh shit, what, how did that happen? Yeah. But then you get something that you want. You know, it's like, it's back and forth. Like, it, there has to be a balance. You have to create that balance, you know, um, or it's created for you. I think sometimes people think that when they have to give, they think it has to be a monetary thing. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not always like that. A lot of times is getting it's giving your time and your support 
to somebody in need. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I I do that most of the time. You know, listen to what my friend has to say. You know, help them work through it. You know, giving them that confidence that you're going to get through this. I know it's going to be hard, but you're going to get through this. So a lot of times I give my time, you know. And sometimes people figure, well, if you give me your time, that doesn't mean anything because that's nothing. What? Mm, time is the most valuable thing most, we have in this The most valuable yeah. thing that you, you have yeah. is giving somebody your time. And, mm-hmm. um, and I give it freely because I understand that I've gone through a lot of stuff and people that know me are like, well, you've gone through this, so what do we do? You know, but then you get the people, because there's two sides of that one. Then you get the people that think because you've gone through so much, (laughs) we can just keep putting you through stuff. Like, no, yeah, I don't have that sign on that back, my back that says kick me, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've gone through a lot of that in my life. You know, where people just say, well, you already treated bad, so we'll just keep treating you bad. No, because right now I'm at 60. I'm at my plateau. And now I'm saying, no, mm-hmm. we're, we're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that anymore because I am coming into my full value of myself again. It's not like I didn't, but... There was a period where I just forgot how to value myself. Of course, it's know? a part of that cycle. The the yes, the living, dying, mother, made and crow, mm-hmm. all these things. It's a part yeah. of the cycle. You it's have to lose it to know what you have t- all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I'm just worried about humanity. So, what do you do if you're worried about humanity? Well, I'm going to go through a series of things. Um, Go into the underground where the root is and start there. Because humanity is not separate from the earth that they're they're living on top of. The the root is infected. The Mm -hmm. root is infected Mm -hmm. and it's gonna take people like you and myself and others to go in and get to the root of the problem. So what does that involve doing? It sounds like you just gotta be yourself. Mm. And I think you just gotta be, well I don't think actually, I feel. (laughs) Maybe you just gotta be yourself as I just got to be myself, mm-hmm. as you guys who are listening, just got to be yourself. And everyone around us just needs to be themselves. And anybody who doesn't know what themselves are like, be around somebody who is embodying what it is to be themselves so that they can be inspired mm-hmm. or triggered either yeah. way to create that change. Mm-hmm. You know, so absolutely. And I'm excited to see you. Even, be, even I like more how you yourself. said that. You're like, so what are you gonna do? <laughs> well, 
part of me was just like, okay, we can't give up too many secrets. Yeah, I, know. I was like, I was like, all right, let me incite this now because I, 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 I felt that too. I'm like, no, 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 wait, I don't mean it literally. Okay. I'm like, can't give up too many secrets. <laughs> yeah, because that's because then you'll you know too you. much about me, and then you know, you know, I have to get rid of you. <laughs> Thirds on the podcast, <laughs> you know. But. We can't, we can't, we can't give up all those secrets because then you, if you look at me weird now, you're really gonna be like, what? <laughs> you know. But it's um, okay because uh, you're just going to continue to embody what it is yes. to be you and listening to spirit, and that might change day by day, moment by moment. Yeah. So m- moving into 2022, I, I want to um. I want to speak on like, you know, 2022, although everyone's like, oh my goodness, it's like 2022. Like it's like, (laughs) it's like the second version of 2020. And I'm like, honestly, I feel good about 2022, Mm -hmm. regardless about what is, what is about to happen in 2022. I don't feel good about 2022 because, you know, I think everything's going to fix itself or whatever the case is. I think that 2022 is going to create a vibrational um, like foundation because yes. in a way, like almost like a progression of a foundation because the number is six, yeah, 2022. So it's like, it's, it's two, two is being like, you know, the table and then like six is being like the evolution from a table still in a, in a sturdy place. So it's like a midway point of creation. You know, you're going in, if you're talking about numerology, you have nine being uh, the the final, the completion, right? Right. Six is like almost all the way there, right? right? And when you're at six, there is the creation. Like when you're when you're talking about um, how many cells to create something, it's it's usually sur- surrounded by the number of six. Like the in mitosis when they separate, right. it's they six start- is they're starting to create life, yes. right? And like or life of anything, which goes to the flower of life. And the existence in, um, which is just the two-dimensional version of the three-dimensional cell that creates everything in sacred geometry, you go back to everything. So it's 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 life. Like life is now being breathed into, and I feel like twenty moving forward into twenty twenty-two, I feel like there are things that are going to collapse, so that like the actual creations are supposed to be brought forth of like what is meant to help the collective, even if it, you know, even if something that is uh, less desirable happens first, you know, I, I just, that's like truly what I feel is coming forth in 2022 for us collectively. Individually, I feel good about moving into 2022 mm-hmm. um, in because of the mindset that I'm in. I feel more grounded than I've ever felt in my entire life and I've worked really hard to ground myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not easy to stay grounded when all you want to do is leave your body when you're, when you feel more connected to spirit and less connected to everything around you in this realm and world. Yeah. So, you know, just, uh, really getting that, that clear mind ready. Something I think is really important too. And I brought today here, um, the crown chakra bowl so that we can kind of, yes, as the end. And I do want to get into also what you want to call into 2022 before playing this um clearing our minds and being open to receive spirit in our lives i think is really important 
leaving 2021 and going into 2022. And um, yeah, I want to just thank 2021 for all of its lessons and blessings and everything that came forth and came through at that time and this time because we're still presently here. And I want to speak into existence, not only into my life, but into the collective because I'm part of it. Just the ability to really believe in ourselves and really believe in spirit is what I really want to call into and to like fully trust spirit and ourselves knowing that it's one of the same and just having that confidence, but that grounded confidence because we know we're being as integral as possible. So I'm wishing that and all the blessings. I don't have to wish blessings on anybody after I wish that because the blessings will just pour on in. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's, that's how, that's how I feel. So anything that, you know, you want to speak on or call into? Well, you know, just taking it back one step further as what Akasha was talking about, this is what the Mayans predicted, which a lot of people didn't understand. They didn't, uh, they didn't predict the end of the world. They predicted us going into a new age, you know, and, and it's a spiritual age where we open ourselves up and at the same time are grounded, but we're, we're going into another vibrational realm, which is something that's very hard for a lot of people to do because they don't realize that the 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 regular Earth's vibration and the electrical vibration that is is what's blocking a lot of us. You know, we have to ground ourselves so that we could reach out. You know, into literally into the cosmos. You know, and we're again everything affects everything else we right now in the center of our galaxy in the dark rift where the minds predicted and somebody like myself can feel it because i'm being pulled back you know and for 2022 i'm i'm really positive about 2022 because i am moving in a direction that i wanted to it's taking its time but it's taking its time because it's supposed to and for the people that i love and care about kasha because you know i'm gonna go do something when it gets warm and that will be the most important thing i will do next year what we talked about yeah um hope hope is always there hope and love is always there and that is the most important blessing you can ever experience i was joking no <laughs> no hope and love is is always there and it is the most important blessing that you can have because you never let go of it always believe in it thank you thank you so before I play this bowl, I just want to, oh, she just wanted to talk anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, 
before we get into playing this bowl, I just want to take a moment for anybody who's listening to this podcast at any time, even if it's in 2022, even if it's at another point of your life, whatever it is that you wish to call into yourself and into your being, into your reality, thinking about that, thinking about what it is that you want to embody that's going to help impact not only yourself, but the world in a positive way. And just think about that as this bowl is playing, remembering that the crown chakra is at the top of our head and that it is our connection to spirit. It's our connection to the divine and allowing the vibrations to open up that chakra and create that space between the top of your head and spirit, allowing whatever messages and whatever is supposed to come through to you or clear from you so that you can walk into the next year or the next moment or the next day in a good way with a clear mind, grounded and with trust within yourself and your belief system with the higher power. Uh -huh. Taking a deep breath in, getting comfortable wherever you are. Closing your eyes and releasing any tension in your shoulders, your jaw, your back, your seat, your thighs, your knees, your calves, your ankles, your feet, your arms, your wrists, your hands. Breathing into your heart. Breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth preparing to receive the vibrations in a good way. Feeling into your body. Imagining everything that you want to bring forth in your life. You already have. And now we're just learning to dissipate any limitation or anything that hinders us from access to it. May these vibrations help vibrate those walls or those mental constructs that hinder you from everything that you could have ever wanted within yourself. 
to attract whatever outside of yourself that you may need. Wiggling your fingers, swaying your body, and just being here now, grounding yourself in this moment. And whenever you feel ready, opening up your eyes. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. This is something new for me (laughs) to try. This is really beautiful. And I think that um, I feel deeply that this is going to be something that's really cool because you know how we're going to write things down. This Mm -hmm. is also something that we can look at next year. Yeah. Or listen to. So this was really good. This was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for, for being here, for sharing your knowledge and your energy. And uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. I hope that all of this found you well. Take what resonates and leave what doesn't. And do the same for 2022. Moving into 2022. Take with you what, re- what resonates into 2022 and leave behind what doesn't. And for the final statement before we leave, we all had tea, which we all do on this podcast. I would like for us, if you're open to it, reading what is on your tea on on the little paper. So the one that I had picked was, (laughs) you will always live happy if you live with heart. You are unlimited. Mm. Kenny, what is your say? If we give happiness to others, we will end up happy. If we give happiness to others, we will end up happy. happy. In case you guys didn't hear that from the distance, but thank you. I feel those messages were important not only for other people to hear, for but for us. us to hear. Yes. You know, looking back. So... Thank you, guys, and thank you, and thank you, and thank you. Happy New Year. (laughs) Happy New Year. See you next year. Has to be said. Okay, bye. Bye.